0: What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The
1: Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Ayo, peace. Mega Late Show, Tokyo's number one hip-hop and creative culture podcast. Welcome back to part two of our interview and conversation with Foundation, who is a Florida-based MC, one of the homies. Uh, He's out here in Tokyo now making music and doing things. You can spot him all over the place in the hip-hop community out here. And I was happy to get him on. Go back and listen to uh, the part one of the interview with him or conversation with him where we get into a lot of underground hip-hop conversations or topics and a bunch of other things. Uh, I also want to give a shout-out to uh, my co- my guest co-host for the episode, which was our guy, Mansoor Fritz, who's from the UK. He's also an MC artist, and uh, they he helped hold it down. Shout-out to him. Shout-out to both of these cats, actually. I ran into uh, them at the black lives matter march on sunday which was a lovely turnout upwards of 3500 people there uh beautiful shining faces all there to uh, show solidarity uh for the basic idea that black people is people too and uh, racism equals bad um that sounds a bit cynical but uh, shit i don't i'm not going to get into my political points on this thing i've been having a lot of conversations through text and uh and different types of roundtable groups recently and maybe some of those things will come to light but i'm trying to keep the mega late show a little bit light uh maybe i'm gonna be trying to reach out to some people who are more political so we can have in-depth conversations uh about just the general state of the world and politics but uh that is definitely my second wheelhouse if if hip-hop is my first so um, I'm looking forward to those conversations, and maybe they'll uh, be dropped off to you guys soon. In the meantime, enjoy this episode where we talk about music and, and happy shit. Uh, they, I think we get into politics just a little bit, but, you know, um, I recommend picking up some literature. Read your books. Even your audiobooks is better than tweets. Uh, do the knowledge and uh, like, share, subscribe. Megalade Show. Peace to dawn. Oh, okay. I like this. Let's go into this. Mega Late Show. 111. and eleven, one hundred eleven. We've got co-host here.
2: Monsieur Fritz.
1: And our special guest of the day.
2: Foundation.
1: And I'm your guy, Mega Face. Mega Disu, if you're blueprint shout out to the god <laughs> blueprint mega dsu here uh but yeah yo this is the second part of our recording uh please go back and definitely check out the first part where we kind of uh just shoot the shit we talk a little bit about florida where uh, foundation comes from some of his yep. interests and uh just making music we we have a lot of insightful conversations in that last part of the podcast right
2: yeah man i had a lot of fun
1: yeah i really I enjoy it. really enjoy that and we just finished recording that like five minutes ago but if you're listening to this then uh you maybe stumbled across this a couple days afterwards Um, Mm -hmm. this part of the podcast we like to share some music we also talk when we have a musical artist here we like to share some of their music talk a little bit about their their process some of their inspirations things of that nature and we just kind of me and fritz are just going to kind of ask foundation some questions uh and we're also just going to talk if we decide to just go on a tangent about chesky maybe we'll do just that so (laughs) thank you for joining us mega late show tokyo and, and let's yeah. get into it uh, bef- Before we start sharing music and all that shit Let me ask you some questions about Your musical process, right? Alright And I wrote down one Okay, here's a question um, So you're an MC mm-hmm. What is your writing process? Do you usually mm-hmm. write to a beat? Or do you usually write and then kind of Rock it to a beat? Uh, I don't write at all. I just write all in my
2: head. No, I'm joking. Mm, (laughs) Jay-Z, dog, yeah. I mean, that's the Uh, highest level. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just that, you know. No, uh, I definitely, I mean, it it changed, actually. It's evolved over time. I used to uh, write only in my notebook. And I would write with no beat. And I would just write, and uh, I guess I just kind of, I would count my bars. I would count my uh, syllables. And I would try to keep it within two to three syllables of each other. Because I like that style. I think I just like that. Mm. If when it's in the pocket, it sounds good to me. You know what I mean? You right. can just... You're you right in the pocket. I think uh, Brother Ali is kind of similar like that in a lot of ways. So uh, And a lot of my favorite MCs uh, do that. Mm. Um, I like it when they go out a little bit, too, of course. But I don't know. It just feels good to me when I just hit that snare. You know sure. what I'm saying? And uh, so I, I would just write lyrics. Mm. And then I'd just try them out in my car and I would alright. freestyle kind of with it. And if it didn't sound right, or I'm like, you know, getting all out of breath and then I would change it up. And so I kind of, you know, go, th- it went through that process of writing it down, practicing it. Now I, I write it in my phone and then, uh, lately I've just been writing directly into my computer. Hmm. Um, cause I don't have a car. <laughs> no so it's, that's changed a bit too. Um, but it's all it, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm open to it cuz I think it'll change a little bit and it's good to, you know, not always be in the same mm. spot and see how it works. If it doesn't work, I could drop it, you know what I'm saying?
1: I've so. um I've always been a little bit weird uh, I've never liked writing because mm. for me a lot of it was about um, finding a cadence yeah. and I've never been able to replicate the cadence if I just write it, right? So yeah. I didn't have like the lines or indications on how the bars would stack. Yeah. So much of my music was about like this beat goes so I I'm going to ride this beat a little bit different. I've never good. been able to write. So I used to record yeah. uh, into a little voice recorder. Sometimes mm. I would just, like, find the cadence that I wanted to approach yeah. and then kind of try to structure words after that. Uh, in, yeah, in so you'd like
2: freestyle gibberish kind of well, thing well, and uh, yeah. a little bit, you know. Stack uh, some
1: bars, stack some words together. I think
2: that's that's good. You find the flow of it. And then, um, I mean, when you hear, I don't know if I if I don't really think about it too much, uh if it doesn't go to the beat, I think it's because I and I'll try it out at open mics. Yeah. And so I'd be like, they, they give me whatever uh, BPM. It doesn't, it's not always the same. So I'd be like, can I rap? Which one sounded the best? you it's know what I mean? And I so I'd be like, all right, this BPM works the best for this verse. And so I'd keep it there.
1: Also, my style is, um, it's, it's based so much around the kind of freestyle fellowship, uh, mm-hmm, project mm-hmm. blowed approach to emceeing where yep. I'm just not a conventional bar writer. Right, right. like uh in in that style so uh, I've, I've never been able to write i think some well.
2: people wouldn't you know it would maybe be like that's too c- clean cut yeah. for me but i don't know it's just something i like so it's it, what it is
1: it is it is more of a conventional writing technique you know mm. like but it, it, it's it works you know it's the tried and true standard of of emceeing so
2: yeah. yeah i don't know um i mean i artists you're as artists you're supposed to grow all the time and consistently grow and change so things may change but right now i'm here do,
0: do you find that you um you write consistently or do you have like peaks where you're like you know like a month where you're writing loads and then you don't write at all or
2: yeah uh exactly like that it's like feast mm. or famine um sometimes i don't want anything to do with writing because <laughs> you know you, you're taking stuff in and if you're it's kind of like uh Someone said to put it this way you're sponge spouting or something like that yeah. it's like while you're absorbing you shouldn't be spouting because you're True, not yeah. holding things That's in a kind of a, a way and so right now you should when you're sponge mode be sponge mode and when you're not yeah. then then you're when you're ready mm. to spout you'll have a full load. Of you know, just that's a really full tuss- load to spat out. Man, that's, <laughs> sorry, that sounds a terrible.
0: Good, good way to describe it as well. <laughs> that's that's I, I think I'm very similar. Yeah, and but also it can be quite frustrating because sometimes you feel like I should be writing, but yep. you're in sponge mode, as you're saying. Like, and it's yeah. good to just accept that rather than be like oh man i'm not being
1: promoted. isn't it like, such like, a weird that's thing that's to be true. like yo i'm a rapper i rap because then it's also the demand oh you rap like rap some bars right yeah. now please oh, you know what i mean yeah, like I, I, I would be averse to that if that's the worst. If, if, if i it's i've never so many times like, i've never described myself as that you know it's like, you <laughs> like, you funny you've
0: met like mm-hmm. a new group of people whatever mm-hmm. right? your friends like oh he's a rapper and they're like uh, oh do you a rap? like all right
1: I mean, it's bad for like comedians too. They're like, tell a joke, <laughs> funny uh, man. Exactly. You know Fun. what I mean? Come on, funny. Yeah. So, I mean, can you imagine? I was like, yo, I play basketball. I was like, yo, show us some <laughs> dribbles. Like Do a slam dunk yo, in that right. gutter. All right, let's go over here and slam dunk game. that baby bird into right. the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. Like yo, you play soccer? Kick this rock. <laughs> kick all the rocks. I, I don't know. Like uh, you could it's, kick rocks. it's an interesting thing, right? <laughs> yeah. What about um? Let me let me see. I had another question here. And I've only prepared two, I think. Um, how long does it usually take you to prepare a song? Is it like a it's very funny b- cool thing? some
2: some it depends on the song. So, uh, like uh, in my on the second album, more than a small piece. The first track of the album I wrote last is and it um and I had that beat for a while and I think oh did I and I I don't know if the beat was ready at that point but I wrote it fairly quick. But some of these other songs. Uh, took a long time. I mm. don't know. It's weird how it works like that. It depends on the vibe and the feel of it. Some of them, you're just like, it just comes to you. And then other times you're like really pushing it. And I always get nervous when I'm pushing it. You know what I mean? Because I want it to come out natural, you know? But when it, when you're, it feels phony, you know, if you're pushing too hard, you're like, mm. I need to get this verse out. I'm like, do I need to get this verse out yet? Can I yeah. can I just chill? On like you get med- like
1: anal prolapse. <laughs> like <political laughs> prolapse I just need it all p- pops out. <laughs> oh. It's nasty. All red.
2: Yeah. You don't want that. So yeah, in suppose. order to avoid that, you have yeah. to, you know, don't push too yeah. hard.
1: You got to make sure your <laughs> diet's right. You know? Exactly. Get a lot of fiber.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of funny. What we were talking about a little bit earlier was, you know, we were talking about social media a little bit and uh, what you digest you know, I think uh, Saul Williams was saying this. He's like, "What the you Cheetos put, shit? what you put in your brain, you're digesting, right. and so that's what your where your mind's gonna be at, and that's where your music's gonna be at. You know if you saying? eat a
1: bunch of Cheetos, then your shit's gonna come out fucking orange. Exactly. You know what <laughs> I, <mean? That's laughs> I, I think I saw that at Saul. Oh uh, yeah, 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 might have been Tiny Shout Desk. He was talking about that. Or I don't, he was in remember. a white room.
2: Oh okay. Yeah. I recall, but uh, I, I think that, that resonated with me a lot. And I was like, yeah, you know, stay away from the toxic stuff mm. and uh, kind of, you know, dive in it to it every once. So don't be completely mm. away from it. But, you know, don't submerge yourself into this garbage, you know, because you will be uh, your mind's going to be off. You won't right. even have. Your own thoughts after a right. while, if you if yeah. you're always in other. That's people's not even thoughts.
1: that's not even a radical thought, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not like, yo, the fucking airwaves are subliminally giving you messages. It's really like the type of things that you subject yourself to affect you in subconscious ways that okay. you might not even be aware of, yeah, um, directly aware of at least. So Reading
2: a book know. always does great. That that yeah. does great for my writing. I if I'm watching YouTube videos, it depends on what it yeah. is. But if I'm yeah. watching so much garbage. I uh, use... It, it really... My my writing is just like... It's just like no win in my cells. It's funny.
1: I use YouTube... In, in terms of like... Inf- in terms of like information, I use YouTube as kind of like a cliff notes. If I'm mm-hmm, like, all mm-hmm. right, what does Hegel have to say about this? Let me go watch this Hegel primer right quick. Yep. And then I'll go into a book about Hegel. Yep. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm an avid reader. I'm, I'm in the middle of three books right now. No and, and I always need books to, that's how I like to be informed. I don't want to get... I from your lexicon, sir. Word. I mean, I, I, you know, be that as it may, uh, the machinations of... <laughs> <laughs> like, right, no, uh, no, but uh, like, I'm always reading books, and it, it's so crazy to me that people are informed off of articles, and mm. people are informed off of tweets, and mm. and while it's easy to feel informed because you read, you know, 100 tweets about something, you get kind of a, a, a light grasp of things. It's like, yep. man, Like, shit is just so much denser than that. I saw somebody today, they were like, oh, you should read Chomsky. And I was like... Yo, like Chomsky is not the only intellectual that writes about this shit, and neither yeah. is like Zizek. You know, there's there's a billion, there's, there's actually hundreds. Chomsky of, doesn't like Zizek.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zizek, <stand> thinks, Zizek. <laughs>
1: Zizek thinks that Chomsky's behind the accusations of racism. Oh, he thinks man. that Chomsky's somewhere peeling that off. And I get it. I mean, I, I, I think both of them are are really great thinkers, but yeah. I don't agree with either of them. No, you know, completely. But I mm-hmm.
2: like I'm a you know. I'm a Chomsky. I like Chomsky, and then I like uh, uh, Cornell West. I listen to a lot. Of Cornel oh yeah, Cornell West. Well, Cornell West is the shit. First of all. Oh man. yeah, he's just amazing human being in general. Indeed. So right there, he's just so magnetic. His personality. Chom- Chomsky is like you <laughs> <laughs> like, but he's like, I like Chomsky, man. Yeah. I like Chomsky what he has to say. I think he's you know been on the right side of a lot of things, and he speaks Indeed. on it and mm-hmm. i think he speaks to the very intellectual type person right. that wouldn't listen well to with these guys even maybe.
1: like zizek like like cornell west he he's great but he's also just like this information is easily digestible for mm. a, a layman. He can speak to the every man exactly. and get his point across. Whereas like with the Zizek, you're talking about Lacanian dialectics and mm. Hegel and, and the, the history of Marxism and, and, and all of these things in critical theory, yeah. you really need a primer mm-hmm. before you can really hop into that. And I'm finding a difficult, I'm reading um, uh, Zizek's newest book or uh. second to last book, um, Instead of reading f- him
2: than listening to him. I promise yeah. that. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sex in the Failed Absolute, though. I mean, like, to get through it, I keep on having to go back and refamiliarize myself with some of these fucking intellectuals he's talking yeah. about. Otherwise, it's just, like, fucking words. It, mm. Yeah.
2: And uh, I, sh- I read. I read. What are but you I reading I don't, right now? I'm reading nothing right now. <laughs> uh, I'm reading. You know what one. I'm reading? I'm reading uh, children's books in Hiragana to my son need to get on and, that. and that's, uh, that's good, you know it's so funny i'm so slow at reading it he's just like all right you know he's like nice try and he takes the <laughs> book from me and he like just takes it to my wife and he's uh, like all right you could do this better you're like, much yeah. faster see? he's like nice try dad uh, ah yeah. that's that's good i, I only
1: uh <laughs> really i see i need to start doing that so i can like increase my understanding of japanese but i re- only only it English comes me my it comes
2: slowly it takes yeah. a lot of the time and, it's, or, and i'm not even close to being good yet Not even there, but I could, you know, I remember I was reading some hiragana and I was like, you know, one, two, three at a time. And then I'm like, and it starts going, you know, know what? and eventually starts, you know, you start to read it a little bit quicker. You know what the real bullshit is?
1: The real bullshit is katakana. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, That's man. the real bullshit You come so across a word memorize, And man. it's just like Yo how the fuck Y'all similar. get Moscow Out of this shit Oh yeah it's ridiculous Like yo Like even Japanese people Have a difficult time Oh yeah, yeah The kanji is Don't feel bad. Once you learn the kanji It's like got it yeah. But the katakana is like wait What is this English word That they're trying To get across here yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You gotta read it Like Sometimes different y-
0: you get a bit of a curveball as well because there'll be some words that are like borrowed from German or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you're looking at you
1: like, what is that? You're like, where
2: is y- y- where are it? Where they taking it from? Yeah. Words, so. Where are they right. taking it from? Is it from English? Yeah. Is fr- is it yeah. French? Yeah. Is it German? Right. It's yeah. so true.
1: Yeah, it would yeah. be on some bullshit. <laughs> katakana, katakana really <laughs> be on some bullshit. But I, I don't know. Um, I forget where we're going with all that. I don't know. Okay, so we'll let's minute. get let's get into some <laughs> let's get into uh oh well Fritz are you you reading uh any books right now? Yeah,
0: I've actually just uh, I've been really bad with um just having a period of just not reading mm. um but I've actually just got into Audible.
1: Ah, that's tight.
0: Um yeah, so I just I yesterday just finished um like an autobiography of a British podcaster called Adam Buxton, mm. and he's got a book called a uh, ramble book. Like in the late nineties and early 2000s um he uh, was on a show called the Adam and Joe Show, and it was like kind of like um it's kind of like a like a m 90s m t v type show like him and his uh his friend they would like make all these spoofs of of films using like action figures and stop frame animation <coughs> and stuff like that so um you know he's someone who like his work i've been familiar with like since i was a kid so it's pretty mm-hmm. cool to read his book and like see like what what he was thinking when he made all that kind of stuff and he's got a really good podcast uh just called the adam buxton podcast okay. which yeah so i listen to that but I audible's
2: got, good man like
1: i just i have a hard time because like i'm listening to it and then my mind will just drift in yeah am like my audiobook. Yeah. yeah i'm like yo what was the wait a second what was that like yeah then i gotta just go back a couple chapters or something. yeah
2: I just did. I was doing that. I was trying to listen to uh, uh, Marx on Cap- Capital, Chapter One. No. Oh yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to, unless I'm like immersed in it. It's just like water
1: I find over it
0: oh, you have to be like I don't know, going for a walk or just sitting there There if you like look on your phone and stuff yeah you know what's
1: crazy for me is i found that if i want to absorb something that is kind of like difficult and academic Mm. i'm best when i'm reading aloud
0: yeah yeah, that's when it starts to stick for me
1: if i read it aloud and then also at that point you realize like oh damn i can't read for shit it (laughs) it materializes though you're right yeah Uh, like a word will come in though and it would be like hold on let me try to pronounce this five different times in your head you just right. like you just like yeah i, I said got that it. right i said that right well <laughs> it's even like with pronunciation of sh- mm. things like like uh what is the the um the philosopher uh herself 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 i forget <laughs> how to pronounce like it's hard to pronounce but yeah. if you read it, it's like h-u-s-s-e-r-l but the pronunciation of that is like some whole different shit yeah. so her Hurs- herself mm, i don't know forget. i looked it up Okay. You know, what I mean, I hit the button, you to, hit play the button, button. to play. hit the button Yeah, but it didn't, just didn't stick. But every time I try to was like his I name, don't know, man. I'm a hirsler. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the vibes. You oh. know the vibes. All right, well, let's talk more about music, man. Oh yeah. yeah so sorry. we are in the year 2020, and every once in a while, I like to go back. And look twenty years into the past, which is the year two thousand now. And I was looking up some albums that came out around this time. So today, uh, what's today? The thirty first, Chronic two thousand. May- oh, well, um, June sixth. By the time this yes, yeah oh, by see. the time this comes out, Mind Over Matter by Zion I dropped though today. People under the stairs, question Mm. in the form of an answer, Mm. Quasimodo, The Unseen, Slum Village, Fantastic Volume Two, and Afro Man, Because I Got High. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that that was uh, twenty years ago. Yeah. I I, I fuck with Afro Man. Also Jurassic Five, Quality Control, came out this month. Yeah, that's uh, I called that when that was released. Yeah. 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 I mean, that I was like that was, was like an anomaly it of
2: itself, wasn't it? Like yeah. uh, Jurassic Five, like getting so popular. That was pretty crazy yeah. in that time, because you think about the time when they were yeah. coming out. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, Boom Boom Bab wasn't was starting to fade. Right. A I little think they bit. had a
1: Sprite commercial, and Aye. that shit blew them up. Is that what it is? Yeah. What well, was crazy? Like Sprite had this whole like hip hop focused thing right? that really changed the dynamic of the soft drink industry. <laughs> These motherfuckers is like, yo, we're gonna associate all of this shit basketball with and Sprite. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, we're gonna make a Voltron of all these rappers from different regions. All right. You remember that? Yeah. And then it's like, I do. the head of the Voltron is Africa Bambata. Uh. Yeah, it was crazy. They had like Mac-10, <laughs> Mac 10 common. I think it was like Paris 1 or that's some shit. That's and they crazy. all form a hip hop Voltron. Oh. But I remember right. there was like a, I, I might be remembering this wrong, but if I recall correctly, there was like a Jurassic Five commercial mm-hmm. where that song just became like, all right, now we can play this at the Clippers. You know, the beats,
2: center. the beats of uh, Jurassic Five just got me right yeah. away and it captured me. Mark. And they're so they're so dope at the time. and It was just like, I don't know, man, it was incredible. It was just that Peanut Butter Wolf and uh, Mark uh, seven, seven. Yeah. Mark seven. Yeah. Some dope. Some dope, just yeah. like having two G GJs was pretty incredible yeah. too. You know, not yeah. fighting over each other. I wonder how those meetings y- went. You know, I remember.
1: <laughs> I remember kind of hating a little bit at the time because it was such like a throwback gimmick to me. I feel you. Their approach to the music. We're gonna and take it back, right? Right. Yeah, it's like you. here they go were saying that too on some '88 shit. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, all right, but I mean. In retrospect i was just hating because i was a kid that thought that <laughs> his favorite mc was better than your favorite mc so whenever somebody came across that it was a chance for me to position myself as as a more like higher intellectual within yeah. the hip-hop community <laughs> and i always felt like like you know the the fifth or maybe the ninth element of hip-hop is the fucking debate yeah you know what i mean yeah. i think that's why those uh, that's versus battles are doing so well because it's like yeah. you know that is like the like an element of hip-hop to be like who is better Hits. Yeah, you yeah. Watched those? I've watched uh the premiere and uh Risa joint and a couple parts of I heard you talking about ones. it on
2: your last pack, pod, podcast and yeah. I didn't I had I was completely unaware of that was it, a actually. moment man I love that oh, I, 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 great,
1: didn't, I haven't watched I, any of it I
0: love the Beanie Man and Bounty Killer one as well <laughs> I didn't see
1: that one <laughs> yet so but good, that's probably yeah. really fucking it's really, really nice. dope <laughs> yeah I don't know Yo, The Platform by Dilated Peoples um, oh, also came out. I That's lost my virginity it. to that album <laughs> oh, while I was listening to The Wake Up Show. Oh, man. So, you know, Incredible. like, yeah, this is embedded. Embedded. Two Let's epic sh- moments yeah. at the same time. Let's share some music, man. Like, uh, <clears throat> let, let me see. Sure. Sh- should I just... Uh, Where you want to go with it? Let me. I'm going to pull up this Zion Eye album. I haven't heard that shit in forever. You guys remember that? Which one? Zion I Mind Over Matter. I've heard mm. some of their albums, but I'm not sure. Hold on, man. This can't joint remember. was it was like. Super I like that Zion
2: I and Grouch collabo. Yeah, that uh, was a good one.
1: What was the What was see. the group
2: called? I can't remember. Hold on. Um. There you go. Oh, hold on.
1: There were some weird shits on these too. Where's the the Grouch song off of this was called Silly Putty. Zion. This joint. It's it's weird to think about this music because like.
2: I like the Grouch too, by the way. Shout out to Grouch. Uh, Grouch yeah. and Murs, just they had a project last year.
0: These right? hands, oh, these did I hands. Yeah. Oh, I these
1: didn't hands. know, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. No, I didn't peep it. I've been listening to Grouch since like. I shine, you shine. Yeah.
2: It was a good dope. It was dope. Yeah, it was
1: good. Grouch used to be my favorite legend.
2: Out of the yeah, yeah. I like his Lucky first I four I albums
1: are lucky's dope.
2: I like his style. Yeah. I like his uh his voice too. Yeah. How many members of Living
3: Legends?
0: I think eight? there was, like, seven, seven?
1: or nine, seven or if you count it. Okay. You know, um, like, Arata was technically a member, the Japanese MC. I didn't know that. Uh, Arata was a member. DJ Quiet Storm is a member. He's out here. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, he's dope. I, I, I recommend you guys listen to that podcast we do with him because it's just okay. – he's, he's a real cultural gem. He's been out here for, like, 30 years, so Whoa, he knows shit. all about the scene out here. And he works with, like, you know, Dev Large and Big Joe, and, like, he knows everybody out mm-hmm. here. But he's also, like, a super underground cat. And like some of the joints off of like the original like Mystic Journeyman shit, uh-huh. he produced those. So, oh, he's right. a real head, man. We we did that episode. That's one of my favorite episodes. We did it like two years ago, maybe. But yeah. Yeah, I've seen him play.
0: Great, man. Yeah.
1: he's dope. He is really dope. I remember this. I- I, I wasn't a huge fan, but you know, Zion it's, it's I's got
2: a, a real dope voice as well, man. And all this cats from uh, I don't know how to explain it the, from the West Coast, you know, style where it's like, how do you explain it? I don't know. It's There's so, a few it's so, different. It's like it's so. I met Abstract Rude, all uh-huh. right, from Project Blow, and he he w- he was gonna do a set in uh, Dunedin, Florida. And something happened, some family matter, you know, some uh, death in the family or something. So we had to call it off. And uh, but he came through on a uh, open mic night, and I got to rock after he rocked, and it was cool. And he was like shooting the shit with me for a while, and he was talking about just like yo, you, you know, you probably do something now in California yeah. or something like that. I was like, man, it made me feel so good. Well. He's like a real super legend, man. Yeah, he is.
1: From know. Good Life Cafe. And mm-hmm. he's like a bastard styler, too. His style is uniquely ab you know, like, yeah. slow-spoken, very poetic and flowery at yeah. times, but you also You tell him in Mike a Nine, you know, he's yeah. like. Like he, he's, he's a styler through and through yeah. but it, he's very distinct in his approach the, I, I find like that there's a few different like west coast styles obviously like the freestyle fellowship is very different than the hieroglyphics approach like a lot of the hieroglyphics cats yeah they they write bars like they freestyle mm. and so even Mers is like that like the pep love by the way i pep got love is, that, that album yeah, was dope. yeah he, he's super dope he's um, all out there in the full linens, linens.
2: The full (laughs) out on the beach looking like an R&B album. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) What is it? The Ascension or something? I can't even remember, but he has like, he's got like the Cancer logo or something. I can't remember. He's like wearing like,
1: like fucking like some type of powder blue type (laughs) of joint, right? (laughs) Shout out to Pep Love, man. man. I mean, but, but you know, like their style is very much like a a freestyle approach. It's not like, Mm. it's not complex or technical. It's not as complex or technical. Um, It's more just like, and then I'm walking to the store I see my old girl she's my whole you know what I mean it's like all right. you walk into the store I get it but it comes at the time when you think about the
2: time it came out it's
1: also dope for what it I mean that's the like the approach and what they want to do I've always felt the same way about that with like MERS it's like MERS can write a concept track and execute it very Mm. well like some of the best I think his song Animal Style the track where he's uh, playing the the gay high school student who gets called out and then kills like that is like some real
2: no, I'm unaware of that one. I'm surprised.
1: I think that's one of the more important tracks in the canon of hip hop. Man, it's like heterosexual oh, man. Just
2: super prolific as yeah. well, right? Incredibly prolific. Yeah.
0: He's, he's got so many projects.
1: Oh shit! Oh, the background. Oh, here it is. Ascension by Pep Love. There It is. Yeah, hold on. he's yep. got some. He's got some joints on this though. Have
0: you guys seen? See, he has the cancer. I
2: remember. It. Cancer symbol. Sorry. Oh, we, uh, go ahead.
0: it. Uh, have you seen mid nineties? Yes.
1: But yeah. Yeah.
0: So there's a little cameo from Dell in there. Yeah, uh, where he's like the bass head at yeah, yeah. the skate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the skateboarder kid. This right? is all pretty skate- good. Yeah,
1: you
2: know, and that's right up my alley, man. And it, and uh, it's a coming of age. Skateboarding, story. definitely. Yeah. You know what? Uh, when I think about it, because before I'm from Fort Lauderdale originally, right? So I grew up in in close to Miami and all that. So we we had the No Limit, we had the Super South stuff, and uh, when it came to underground hip hop, the the skateboarding videos videos, the skate videos, the it, skate yeah. videos really pr- brought me to uh, a lot of that, and uh, yeah, Dell. Dell was big into that, and uh, all that stuff from Cali, of um, uh, the underground scene that was blowing up. I was right. aware of it. Actually, I knew a MC. I, I was friends with a brother with the brother of a really dope MC called Surreal. I don't know if you ever Come heard of Surreal. He's a uh, he. He worked on a tr- uh, album with uh, another dude. He was like a I don't want to say like Patois style, kind mm. of like reggae style. Um, called, it was Double Helix was the name of the group. And that influenced me as a kid because he was giving oh, all right, headshots. That's mm. what I was thinking of earlier. So I got all the Jedi mind tricks, the early stuff, like the
0: verbal hologram. There we go. Yeah. Right?
2: And, Icon, then, uh, and hologram. then the headshot stuff. And I was listening to all that shit. And it was like, whoa, what is this? What is this is really interesting because I never heard anything like this yeah. before. And so it really pushed me into that, and then then reinforced like, okay, there's a culture within skateboarding, which I already do, that it is open to underground hip hop. So that's why it was Mer- like perfect. It was like merged together this world of uh, skateboarding and and hip hop.
1: I recall that quite vividly, man. I remember like um, <clears throat> one of the homies was like, "Yo, have you heard this track before?" And it was. Um, collude intrude off of company flow mm-hmm. the joint with the j treads j treads yeah, that's what i was thinking j treads <laughs> <J-treads. laughs> and this is like yo wait a second i was like where did you hear that he's like oh this skate video and i was like
2: oh, i think it was cool. shorties
1: yeah might have been might have been
2: what's the one with
3: it uh, what was
2: that? no way i'm thinking of something else
1: no you maybe might be clued intrude is it that uh is that uh the fire in which you burn yeah yeah yeah, yeah but, but i don't but think yeah. that
2: was on a video i'm getting wrong
1: They've always been closely related, man. I know a lot of people were introduced to like Aesop Rock off of fucking Tony Hawk. Pro that was skater. the first. Yeah. It wasn't
2: Tony Hawk skater, but it was someone's skate video. The mm-hmm. first time I heard uh, uh Night Night nightlight Daylight. Yeah. Daylight. daylight? night Which one was it now? I'm so confused because there's, there there's two. Both, right, there's yeah. Daylight. What was the first one? Daylight. 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 Yeah. Daylight. That's
1: like one of the more popular Aesop tracks. Yeah. He hates doing that now. Yeah, but probably. that was the I first time I heard one. it. Yeah?
2: The first time I heard it was on a
1: skate video. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 came out. Mm. They had like a loot pack song on there, (laughs) a typical cats joint, an Aesop rock joint, and a couple other cats. But after that, like a lot of kids would just come up to me, you know, when we were rapping as like, uh, like you know with 40s at a house party they'd come up and like oh i want to rap too and just like, Ugh. <laughs> it's like oh you know who you remind me of have you heard of typical cats like don't mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. compare the, like they're dope but i mean like people right. rap different it's an interesting yeah. it's an interesting thing man
0: i saw the trailer for that um the remaster of tony hawks 1 yeah. and 2 that was uh, yeah. cool,
1: man. Good. I mean, Tony Hawk's done a lot for fucking skateboarding right. and even music. Like, so many kids were influenced by the soundtrack of those games. That mm. and, like, fucking Guitar Hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember my nephew was like, yo, have you heard of dancing? And I was like, <laughs> how the fuck do you know that? You're like, you little black kid. Like, what are you talking about, dancing? It's not like it's on MTV. You right, know, it's right. not like it's on BET. It's, true. it's like, like no, nah, I played it on fucking Guitar Hero. Like, that's dope. Oh, that's dope that it did it. Like it's the amazing.
2: Whole, they had the whole Beatles, like, Guitar Hero thing. And I was remember, like, blazed out of my mind playing this, like, while my guitar gently weeps i'm like this is awesome <laughs> like <laughs> i'm like flowing through a river i'm yeah. just like yeah. yeah
1: there we go <laughs> hit these five buttons let's play the guitar let's play some <laughs> of your music man play something for us uh, give right. us a song
2: can i give you real quick um i want to give you a track from my dj because he actually All just right. released um an album just a beats album so i thought okay. it'd be kind of dope oh uh, we should have played especially that especially even beginning. uh talking over stuff which makes it easier sure so this one's called Focus, and that's the name of his album, too, uh, let Focus. Let me come down CD. on my volume here.
1: I think. Let, let me, me I think about this real quick. Uh, you can really hear outside now. It's a lovely day.
2: It's a lovely day. You know what? I I, watch I might play something different. Hold on one second. Let me think about this.
1: You know, uh, I remember you and I had a conversation about uh, I Self Divine. Yes. From the Micronauts. It's fucking... One of my favorite MCs. So underrated. Uh, he, he's an interesting styler, too. He's got his whole style. Uh, d-
2: so this is uh, from my my DJ, my friend and my DJ, DJ Hurley, H-U-R-L-E-Y. His album's called Focus. You could catch it on Spotify right here. This track is called Mat. He speaks French, so this may be some French. Don't That's don't
1: also know. the uh, Egyptian goddess. Yeah. Was is that say. what it is? Yeah. All
2: right. You know. you know more it's than also me. That. So he might be in tune with that. <laughs> but right. this is this is uh, featuring my homie uh, Irv the Villain from okay. uh, Philly. So he's a really dope cat.
1: Right okay. Here. Oh, this is dope. And I, I nice. believe that's
2: him on the. Irv plays the keys, and actually one of my tracks I do with Irv, um, he's playing the keys and he, he's like a genius, man. Okay. I didn't even know. He's just, and he, play, he's like, he plays the guitar and the drums, so he, he's just one of those guys that's been doing music like since Horn. he was a kid. And uh, the horns, I don't know if that's actual live horns. I think that is. Um, but Hurley also plays the guitar, so I think this might be okay. his guitar. He does a lot of that. He's amazing. This so is dope. One of the tracks we did together was uh, Funky Shit, and mm. that was a track we did together, so I like that. That was from the first album, No More Compromises.
1: Okay. So Irv
2: comes in, he's dope. He's got a really classic voice.
1: we all have different levels yeah, of awareness dark.
0: and we're all open to different degrees of information but even the
1: people I don't have ducking assigned to the 404 so the like mm. the sound uh the, future, the sound of
0: uh, Bless the man who spit that true shit Confess to man who don't know truth shit It's the last days and the future's ruthless There's nowhere to hide, not even a booth And the world is on fire See, we too fucked up to see it Niggas higher than Venus trying to retreat We see defeat in the mirror every time we look Summer 25 have seen so much their lives could turn into books I'm talking bestsellers Cause of graphic writing Cause of lifestyle is graphic All heads kind of grasp it But it's deeper than you think The shit is worse than it was but everybody is drunk and nobody gives a fuck and no one believes in love if they do it's conditional a lot of folks probably lost the message that i'm kicking no a lot of niggas probably gonna ignore what i've been spitting no all oh, because this beat is
1: so fucking dope you know
2: mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's also on the cipher at the uh, end of my first album. So, it was actually that was all the cats that were uh, we did. uh, It's called the Dunedin Lyricist Society, even called DLS. And uh, that was our thing, that was our freestyle group. So, all the people that were doing freestyles with us, we just threw on a track together, and uh, it came out really dope. Dope, yeah, that's how I met a lot of MCs in Florida too, from St. Petersburg, Tampa.
1: Oh, this guy was dope. Yeah, What's yeah. the name of this again? DJ Hurley.
2: This is DJ Hurley's uh, album. It's called Focus.
1: Focus. All right. Focus. Yeah. I dig it. It sounds dope.
2: Yeah, it's real classic style, um, real chill.
1: Let me go in after that. Um, go ahead. I'll play a song. Uh, keep keep that running if you can, or no doubt. until I get something up. Um, oh, I know what I'll play. Think of a song to play too, for each of Sure. Uh, you know what I mean? We'll do a musical shirt here. Let me see what I got. Okay, I know what I'm gonna play. Let me turn you down here and turn me up. Um, so my joint is off of the homie Aaron, uh, Aaron Cholai's new album. Right. It'll be released on the 6th. So by the time this comes out, it should be out. But his new joint is called um, Raw Denshi. Okay. And uh, it's off of his label, uh, yeah. Namboku Records. Namboku, yep. He's he's so fucking dope. And, um,
2: I've seen him. I follow him on Instagram. And the dude on the piano, like... Yeah, that's he, him. He kills... know. Uh, no, no yeah. I mean, like... Homie on the oh, piano, <laughs> right? Right. He's he's amazing. Yeah. So. Dope.
1: Yeah. So like um a, a little back history about Aaron. Right. So he's from uh the s- the southern hemisphere and shit. Like he he's from Papua New Guinea. Like his is uh I believe his mother is an indigenous person of Papua New Guinea. So right. he's like basically essentially like half black. Okay. And I think he's albino. But all that aside. This motherfucker is, like, some type of genius, right? Yeah. And and I'm not even bullshitting. He started playing the piano, and two months later, he got a scholarship to go to the most prestigious music school in, like, Australia. (laughs) And, and like, uh, he's just... He's performed at an incredibly high level almost since he picked up the piano, right? So he's literally a musical prodigy. Not somebody that learned how to play really good, but a motherfucker who's just like... He's a Mozart. Yeah, he's just inherently talented with that shit. That's incredible. And on top of that, that motherfucker like... He got his purple belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in like oh, less shit. than two years, which is almost impossible. He's like a fucking, like some type of. I, I told him, are you like on the spectrum? <laughs> is there like something <laughs> in your brain that just allows you to accomplish shit super easily? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, but man, he's one of my favorite people out here. And this album is just so fucking good. The instrumentation on it, like he brings in a lot of jazz aspects, yeah. but it's also very hip hop. You know, this I think, joint.
2: I think I met him. At maybe a, at a beat the uh, best joint. Beat the best. I met yeah. him once. And I I think I was just I was nervous And I was meeting people I was like You remind me of Brother Ali Oh, that's
1: said, like The absolute weirdest thing
2: to I, say I, I, I wasn't thinking uh. And I was just like He was like Huh? <laughs> I, yeah. like, I, I was like, my bad, bro. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, but I was like, damn.
1: Now nah, he's he's great. Man. Came, he's out a nice guy. came out, already came out. That does sound mouth. a little bit crazy, though. Oh, it's not. I mean, cool. he's an albino I was, dude. But I, I, I
2: prefaced it with my favorite MC. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that makes up for it. That makes up for it. But yeah, not a not a good thing to yeah. so. say. My bad.
1: Now nah, he's he's uh he's, he's great though. Um, this joint is called AF One, and it's featuring Kojo, and and man, like. Let me let it just rock for a second. Yo, shout out to Brother Ali, the original Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> Swear I thought that dude was black for like the majority of his career.
2: And He had to make an apology song.
1: He's got a black kid now, so there shout out to the God. I mean, he's rocking for black folks and he's real activist, but I, I thought it was a bit weird. I'm only half black. He explained it. Yeah. He
2: explained it. I thought it was it made sense of it to me.
1: That's so good. But, but yeah, like, Aaron brought in so many uh, talented musicians for this. But, uh, but. Yeah, this is great. Kitogomi so dope too. That's the MC, Kojo. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Dope voice.
1: Kojo mission flow like water, no borders. no orders, Face poker like no Taste hopeless Hold go grow up. used to be married to a pony B fly. With the polyrhythmatics and shit. Mm-hmm. He's dope, man. Yeah, he's like He's more like a New Yorker than he is a Japanese cat. But, you know, he's born and raised in Japan, but he moved to uh, the States for... uh, He he was like a prodigy, like a skier. Could have been like top five at skiing in Japan. He's from Niigata, and uh, he moved to to, uh, the East Coast and fell in love with hip-hop, and then, you know, planted himself in the middle of like fucking Harlem or whatever, wherever Pony B flies at, Uh. and just kind of just became that part of the culture he's he's dope though yeah super dope that's
2: crazy i wish i had a cool backstory (laughs) like that (laughs) 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 yeah
1: so this is another joint with daichi yamamoto i just highly recommend that everybody go pick this up man this is high art um aaron is is an incredibly talented musician and he just stacks this album with so many fucking moments like the the chord like the just compositions that he's putting together on this shit and it's like it doesn't really ever, there's got so many different looks, but it doesn't ever distract you from like, I this I don't I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, there's like these moments of quiet and then these explosions of just mm-hmm. like, it's amazing, man. Let me just play one more part of this joint and then we'll go on to like, right? So this joint, it's like, I just- You find gems. his
2: music, where do you find? Can uh, you, can find you can.
1: He's got a Bandcamp or he's got a SoundCloud. He's got a Bandcamp. I think you can find him on, All all the music spots, maybe Spotify, but, you know, pick up this album if you can. I don't think he's pressing it up. What's the name of the album? Uh, Raw Denshi. Raw Denshi. -Denshi. So this joint right here is called Fushigi with... uh,
2: And he speaks fluent Japanese, am I wrong? I think he's another
1: language prodigy. That motherfucker is like straight up and down. That motherfucker is a genius. (laughs) Like, he's a fucking genius. He's one. He's absolutely one of my favorite people out here, man. I kicked it with him. Uh, we did a social distancing hangout a couple, mm. like two or three weeks back with at, at the park. We just stepped six feet away from each other <laughs> and just hung out for a couple hours. And uh, he, he sent me the album before that. And, and man, this shit is just good.
0: It sounds incredible, man. Yeah.
1: But like that just, let me, I mean, can I just bring that back to that fucking little crescendo again? right? You can. So it's like, hold on. Mm. Mm. That shit is live, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah, he, uh, he introduced me to this cat named Shun Ishiwaka, and he had been like, Shun is also, he, he's a prodigy drummer. And he used to play classical, you know, class- classical music and shit, right? Mm. But Aaron introduced him to jazz and had been teaching him how to drum, uh, you know, jazz music mm. and jazz theory, jazz music theory for since he was like sixteen. And now Shun is one of the uh, the top drummers in Japan, and that motherfucker is also just a fucking genius. And and it's so funny because uh, like Aaron, <laughs> Aaron has got that Australian sense of humor where it's huh. like self-deprecating but also <laughs> putting down everybody else <laughs> so it's like i like, like that I like you that. know when i met shun like aaron was just like no no he sucks i taught him everything he <laughs> knows and then but really the guy is just fucking like super incredibly talented well, pick this shit up guys pick this shit up. That's awesome. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn it down and
2: you know what i appreciate you uh putting geniuses on but it's starting to make me feel really so, uh, self-conscious <laughs> well no like but you know I-
1: Mm. All, all art <laughs> is not created equally and it's That's not true. supposed to be you know i, know, what I mean I know, i'm like, just joking yeah but but i i uh i've just grown to appreciate aaron not as just a musician but as a person that motherfucker okay. is a weirdo like uh, i don't understand <laughs> how you can get a purple belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu in like 18 months like less than that's crazy uh, he was training with like the japanese fucking olympic team or some like some some high level fucking team and he had to stop because he stopped making music he like poured himself into it and was training like fucking six hours a day Whoa. eight hours a day every day of the week and that's how his fucking ability just went up crazy you hear about other like brazilian jiu-jitsu prodigies yeah like a bj Penn. bj pen got his blue belt in like a year right yeah and that is crazy like that, training full-time you get a blue belt in like two years mm-hmm. brazilian jiu-jitsu is not like fucking taekwondo where you go for six months and then you get a brown and then you're there for a year and now you're a black belt like a black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu is like a 10-year fucking commitment mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and all of those belts are vetted it was like you you know the lineage of your teacher and and yeah, I, it's unbelievable that he's a purple. I find you know, that it, shit to be nuts.
2: I'm a, I'm great. probably a black belt in uh, kicking you in the shin and running away very fast. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really good at
1: like throwing sand <laughs> in your face <laughs> and then trying to beat your ass with Like this should like be like, Chong a Li and d- shit, dirty, like a
2: dirty fighting black yeah. belt. Like just all, right. all the all the things you shouldn't do. Yeah, what
1: did Homer Simpson say? You scream that you're a hemophiliac, <laughs> and then when they turn around, you kick back, <laughs> yeah, kick him in the back. Uh, that's yeah. right. But yeah, I, I mean it's all I about d- strategy, strategy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but a, a purple belt. I don't know if you guys follow like I don't MMA or anything I think like that. that but yeah. but
2: it, it sounded impressive. Is that where is the purple belt on the spectrum? Of right, right.
1: Uh, it, it goes, it goes uh, white, blue, purple, brown, black. I see. And so if you have a if you have a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, it essentially means that you can, you you know everything like all the basics, and you can choke out. B- pretty much anybody that doesn't yeah. know about it actually, you can make them like a like given similar yeah. size and strength yeah. you you'll embarrass somebody on the ground yeah. like I completely
2: d- i know a lot of uh m- actually i know a few MCs and djs that do a uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu i don't know if it's brazilian or just jiu-jitsu in general but uh my homie bc he's uh from the area uh he d- he does actually he w- uh, wmnf 88.5 in, in Florida they do a lot of it's a community radio and he does a thing called uh, uh, Hip Hop Flavors and he's always throwing us out there and uh, giving us love uh, so shout out to BC he actually just dropped his third album Time Pieces 3 so and it's dope man it is really good Surpri- I think it's f- by far some of his best work that he put out there but he's a bridge uh a jiu-jitsu master i don't know mm. if master but he's really good at it and uh shout out to the homie uh, uh i don't know some other people right now. On the but ground. yeah man incredible ground, and correct. they got the you know they got the uh uh ears where their ears would be rubbing against each other ufc cauliflower ears, ears. cauliflower yeah. ears that's right so you know they put in their work yeah and they got the cauliflower ears
1: i I put on some beats in the background just because i'd like to have a musical bed but let's let's go ahead and have you share something freets okay
0: cool so what i'm gonna share is a tune called emotions by a rapper called ty it's off his um 2010 album special kind of fool recently he passed away tragically from coronavirus and he's like a really big um figure in the uk scene um particularly in London, but the, the the whole
1: country as a whole. I think I heard of this. Yeah,
0: yeah so when, when he passed, you know, you had people from all over the world um, sort of giving dedications to him, like Planet Asia, LP.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Lots of American artists who had toured with him in Europe, and um, he'd also toured extensively, like, in the States and South America as well, and all over, so, yeah, I'll play a track. Yeah, bust it, man. So Thank yeah, you. Yeah, R.I.P. It. I feel a vibe when I hear a good song, feel alive and it helps me carry on with the mundane. System of nine to five, living snake bitten by the true pitch, black until the sun came. I'm
1: you know um the uh the modern day lynching that took place in minnesota yeah. with uh george floyd he was uh, an mc as well and he uh he did tracks with uh, um, dj screw in oh, texas wow. there are tracks of him rapping with dj screw he was an mc I think it was called Big Floyd or something like that, oh, wow. but I rest in peace to him. Yeah, man. That's what that is, by the way. That's a modern-day lynching, man.
2: Yeah, it's horrible. I've seen people in my circle, my my social media circle, finding out every reason to justify that shit, and it pisses me off. It's time to cut those people off. Yeah. <clears throat> I, gotta, I, I don't cut anybody off, actually, but I, I got to talk to them. I cut him off i can't talk to him
1: i feel like in this modern day it's like if you're that disconnected from the discourse then there's no talking you out of it you it gotta, takes it takes
2: it's the bubble they're in though you know what i mean and and if i'm gonna pop their bubble i, you know, I'm okay I, I guess
1: it, i guess it could happen but i've i've uh i've been having the conversation for like my whole life and shit. you yeah, know yeah. and what i've come to find out is that like it's very difficult to pull somebody out of their specific ideology It usually takes like a revolutionary moment in the person's life for them to snap out of that. Like, Mm. you, 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 whether you're in the cult of like this right wing ideology, and you think that everything's a conspiracy theory, you don't believe in the coronavirus. It it takes your wife dying for you to be like, oh, maybe I was wrong about this. And even at that point, sometimes it's just hard to pull people out of their ideology. Hundred percent true. It's it's crazy, but like personally, man, I look at my. My friends list on Facebook and shit like that. None of my people are uh, about that. they' yeah, I don't. Same. I don't see the bullshit. They it, it's s- very rare. And if I do, it's a friend of a friend. Yeah. So I don't know. Yes, I can't no. help
2: it. Because I mean, in, in person, when I talk to them in person, they can't. Yeah. They don't say shit. You know. Right. I mean? they, or they they don't know what to say because they're not being fed their right. dialogue. They're just agreeing with a dialogue. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But if I challenge it. Like this, uh, I was talking to my friend. He's a good, good dude, man. And he, he just he listens to some of these podcasts right. and whatever. And I don't agree with. Sure. I was like, you gotta listen to the whole story because he's, he's talking about. Um, they say disproportionately black people are killed. Right. But like, well, what, actually more white people get killed. And It's like, well, you got to look at this. Sti- how, how, what are the statistics? Right. You know, so is it like well, that's the you got to look at the population size. Right. And if you're not looking at that, then then the disproportionality well, comes out. You know the crazy
1: saying? thing about facts is that facts do not exist in a vacuum of true or false. Yeah. Facts function uh, under the same types of forms of power that that everything else in this world does. So you can manipulate facts in the exactly. same way as you can manipulate any type of information. Sure. And usually facts are a function of power. So yeah. it's just like when they make these AI robots and the AI robots happen to be racist, it's because the underlying (laughs) programming behind it, Mm. it it fails to take other things into account. And so it's the same way when you look at facts, it's like you can manipulate facts to uh, work in your favor. It's like these eugenicists who are talking about like, Mm. you know, black people, this and that, like the genetically they're very. We've, we've seen that happen all through the course of history. Uh, And it's not, it's not that like, these people are anti-science or anti-rational it's just that they're they're the places where they pull their ideology and it forms comes from specific segments and so i, I mean both of you dudes i mean you guys could be ambiguously uh some other shit but both of you look like white dudes right how dare so, you no, i'm <laughs> right <laughs> but like You know, I don't have the experience of having a parent who might be sympathetic to more of the right wing ideology. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not something because I come from a community that is just forms that way in the same way that an area code can predict your financial state. 20 years from now yeah. it's like i just don't know about having an uncle who is a racist and even yeah. in, in not in the sense that like i hate black people he might have black friends but him just contributing to things yep. that are inherently problematic for black right. people you know right. so it's a weird thing you know it is
2: uh, so my family a lot of times uh, uh my family generally is uh evangelical christians so we're from the south like that you know <laughs> so uh we get a lot of that where people are just anti-abortion mm. you know what i'm saying because of their faith and their religion and that gets them to vote for these you know maniacs you know a lot of times like that and it you know it's crazy to me uh yeah. that that is that you can't see the the bigger picture right With that you're just so uh it's so myopic it's and it's um, a strange
1: thing man I don't. I don't want us to go into a we long don't tangent about this type <laughs> of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, you know, that's that's. Uh, we're just conversating, so these type of conversations occur. But, you know, um, yeah. Let's let's have a different conversation. Let us take place elsewhere. Let's some. Let's do. Let's do another musical share here, or or at least conversation. I got a question. Like, yep. who, for you, is, one of the most underrated, MCs. Out there, and by this I don't mean like your homie who is like really dope. Let's let's <laughs> say that this person has over a million listens. Yeah, you know we were talking about LP earlier, but that's an easy one. You know what I mean? That's he, an easy. And even
2: one. he's he's. I mean, they're getting millions of views. Oh, now. I mean, so Run the Jewels is huge. They're they're, they're huge like their they're stadium performances. They're making money now. So they're
1: headlining Coachella huge. So I wouldn't put show. him in that category. Right. No. To me, but I like think
2: you know my answer is I Self Divine. I Self Divine. I Self Divine is probably... I mean, he. there wouldn't be... I don't think there would even be a Rhymesayers Entertainment without I, I, I Self Divine. Because I think they got the first uh, record deal to get like, uh, Rhyme Rhymesayers off the ground in the first place. From what I understand... And That was with uh, uh, Micronauts. The Micronauts group. And so... There we go, right there. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna play this,
2: and this is one of my favorite. Biopolis Are you movie. familiar
1: with uh I Self Divine Micronauts? You know what? Like I, like I was mentioning
0: earlier, like um, my access to a lot of U.S. underground hip hop in the early 2000s was through like CDRs and downloading sure. and stuff. So I definitely had an I Self Divine. I had a CDR with I Self Divine yeah. written on it, but I can't really remember specific tunes and stuff. He's
1: a uh, he's a styler. He has a you know particular style, but. Um, His voice is yeah, it's really amazing. dope. Like, this is uh, this joint came out. In, I want to say in like 2000, maybe 2001, it's but it was MC one of my favorite DJ. albums. Yeah, I MC forget that. What's the DJ's name? Oh, <laughs> Last God. time I was talking about it, I said it was Chief IXL, but that's Black Alicious. No, I fucked that up. No, um, uh, uh, Chief, Uh me on the spot. Uh, I forget the name. It's not but Chief. No. You probably looking in Anyways, the bio on the Micronauts. Yeah.
2: yeah. I might be able to pull it.
0: It's a hard question, man. I'm racking my brain. There's a
2: lot of underrated. Uh it
1: doesn't say. It doesn't even say who this is written by, but
2: incredible. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. But,
1: <laughs> but let me. Uh, th- this last verse, the way it comes in, is so hard.
2: Is right,
1: this it? Yeah. Nah, that's not it. Hold on.
3: Can you fast, but not got guns every gun. I think life, and
1: I think this is it. Yeah. Alpha flight, Alpha flight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What year is this release? It's got to be 2000, 2001. Nah, but that beat too, man. He's just got so many d- joints. Like, uh,
2: He actually put out like four albums, I think, for free. Because I think they're heavily sampled. So you didn't want to get sued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this right here.
1: Yeah, so many. This is just a good album all around. Emperor but, and the yeah.
2: Assassins of the yeah. album.
1: What about you, Fritz? Who's somebody that is uh, like an underground drunkard? I was
0: thinking about that. Um, maybe in terms of US hip-hop, um, I really enjoyed reading the um, graphic novel about M.F. Um, Grimm's life story. Mm. And um, I, at that point when I read that, that book, um, that was pretty far down the line. So I had to go back and yeah. listen to a load of M.F. Grimm projects. And um, I think he's pretty underrated. Like You're right. His tune, Earth, is probably one of my favorite... Um, Hip hop uh, songs, and also that the project that is off is just crazy. It's like a concept album about like, like desserts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is just like it sounds great, but it's like really like introspective at the same time. Like to pull that off is incredible.
3: Like,
1: I-, I remember, um, I didn't have much MF Grim shit when he when he dropped. Um, it was it was strange because his name was always associated with with Doom. Yeah, yeah. it was always MF Grim right, MF right, Doom. Right. And um, I thought they were like a crew or some shit when it first dropped. I didn't know who MF Doom was back then. But uh, yeah, he got like shot and it like bounced off his spine and left him paralyzed from the waist down. So he's got like this kind of really tragic kind of story, but still went on to make some really incredible hip hop shit. And there was like a graphic novel about his his
0: life. And he had just crazy, um, you know, just... Situations in his life, like I think at one time he was kind of hanging around with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg or something like that. I remember, like, he's one of those dudes who's just been in like loads of he's been in the you know situation where he's hanging around with people doing massive things, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not necessarily got his props, you know, it's true. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I need to go back and um, read that graphic novel again because it
2: was maybe like
0: 10 years ago I read it, but
2: just crazy stuff like
0: recording albums in prison
2: and stuff yeah when i hear stories like that i feel so insignificant to the culture (laughs) 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 i do man i can't help it. well well, the crazy
1: thing is that there's like real legit super legendary guys who just don't get it like you talk about even production like sean j period was so responsible for the the ruckus sound Mm -hmm. dj spinner these type of guys are just like generally unheralded unsung heroes like yeah like breeze breeze brewing yeah Ski beats? He doesn't I mean, come, come on, up man. in conversations that much. What? Man. Like, Lucini? Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> like, yo, yeah. straight up and down. Like, there, there's just a lot. And like, we were talking about Chesky earlier. Yeah. And like, where Chesky's at now, and where I think a lot of those guys, like even astronauts, they kind of move towards this kind of like indie crowd. Yeah. Like, indie rock crowd started, They're you playing know,
2: for, their, for their
1: niche. Right, niche. right. They've got like, and, and like, Seoul did the same thing too. Like, Seoul used to be... A hip-hop guy. His yeah. hand style, hip-hop. He was making hip-hop music, but mm-hmm. now his music is still, like, hip-hop, but he makes it for, like, the indie and punk crowd. And, um, you know, while I, I don't really care for it, like, his, his shit in the early 2000s was phenomenal. Selling yeah. live water, bottle of humans, the new human is illegal. Mm. That, all that shit is really good, like, political fucking dope rap music. He,
2: he's actually a student of permaculture, too, which I, uh, I got my little... Word fake degree in oh wow <laughs> i was learning that in uh, florida and growing lots of banana trees and pineapples delicious stuff right there awesome. i miss that man i miss that uh, that's one thing i miss about florida man the, the hot weather you can grow all sorts Word. of fruits but uh he he's definitely one of those self-sustaining like people that's not just saying it yeah. and doing it and uh i got a lot of respect for him for that um <laughs> it's funny i think i always go back to that battle with him well, and he well that's got completely well, ab- <laughs> obliterated that, that's like he's <laughs> an
1: example of like I wanna like be, being I wanna really be, talented, talented. I want to be down. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was just God. talking to late about that. Linda Trip is one of the most brutal diss tracks ever made. So LP bad. is. He's got a he's got a fucking record, man. Like his catalog is crazy. He destroyed. He, he won every battle he was in. Yeah, yeah. Did every you, single him one. And, him and
0: Foster. Took it to record a little bit, didn't they? Esoteric. esoteric. Yeah. Oh, esoteric.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like esoteric. the way he took his voice. Tauntaun. taunt. It was a fucking Tauntaun. Yeah, yo, that
1: shit is bad. <laughs> LP, is. LP, like um we're famous is like a fucking nuts takedown Mm -hmm. without mentioning the person like completely just decimated anything that those people ever had to say. But Linda Tripp, and that the way like, that he ends it with the uh, it like what is it the Shirley down. Duvall fucking sample? It's like when you see someone get their <laughs> ass kicked me. and the guy he keeps punching me. and
2: punching. Yeah. It's like well, damn.
1: Th- the thing is like that put a lot of people off of Soul and Anticon and rightfully so. It did me. It so. did me. It and I think me. it was I think it was embarrassing for all the guys on Anticon. Yeah. But under that was like a really talented cat. Like it, yeah, yeah. the reason I know about Anticon is because of that. You and know
2: Soul, I, I think I bought his album. But he said a song where he said, I got a car-shaped penis or something like that. (laughs) And I was like,
1: "Uh, I can't, I don't know what to do with that. Well, see, the thing is, like, Soul wasn't, (laughs) he wasn't rapping bars either. He didn't rhyme. He he was, like, inspired by Circus of the Shapeshifters, Mm. and he just didn't rhyme. Soul rhymes now, but he used to not rhyme. He would just rap on beat, and it was really good for what it was, but it was just, like, not conventional like none of the anticon guys were conventional true whatsoever but mm. they were making some of the most insightful creative experimental music I like the I deep
2: pedal diamond dynamics yo know, that is crazy and the I construction like of
1: it is so nuts i dig they it they got the song candle where they wrap it the, from the perspective of the different parts of a candle and That's i didn't crazy. i didn't fucking understand it until like three years after it i just thought it was dope and it's like oh so dose one is the flame, and mm. alias is the wax, and fucking uh, you know this person's the wick, and yeah. then <laughs> slug is the fucking holder. Like and yo, like, it's so nuts. So the I birth, the birth
2: of like uh, what the fake Ford type came from that, right? Am I wrong? From that kind of movement. A well, lot of that folk kind of stuff in those one right. were big influences well, and uh uh gray skull and those guys yeah and uh, uh henry osborne which i got to uh open up for they were all once. like old dominion cats
1: he's cool people man yeah
2: henry osborne's dope
1: well let me see what should i what should i play should i play some soul should i play some Astronautalis or should i play some anticon shit or i mean i guess soul is anticon Astronautalis, chesky or anticon what do you guys think Shh.
2: your choice sir you're the selector
1: let me play this. I don't know if you guys have heard this, right? So Chesky now, he he makes um, a different type of music and shit, right? But back in the day, like this is modern Chesky, right? Let me, let me play some modern Chesky. And this is one of the more rappy rap joints.
0: On the road again. I know this oh.
1: But he makes like, like a lot of songs are just like him playing the guitar and shit like that, right? A little bit different, but... What's up? Oh yeah, it's not, it's uh, I, I'm using the, the in oh, okay, song. sound. okay, okay, You gotta, I gotta do Last
2: it. time yeah.
1: So this is really rappy for Chesky. Most of music don't sound like this but here this joint off of uh the prolet of proletariat's blue collar blues was like and it sounds like it sounds like a fucking four track recording which is what it yeah. is but back in the day they were all fucking double time sing song styling about like new age fucking theology type of shit like yeah yeah this shit used to be so dope man and also this is one of my favorite MC staple mouth um not this cab But let me just kind of But like
0: oh. Whereabouts in the States of these guys from? Hawaii
1: Hawaii? Oh wow
0: yeah. Hawaii's got quite a strong scene right I actually oh. went on radio When I went, went out there Hey I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I went on radio when I went out to Hawaii yeah. last year, and I was just um, chatting with the dude that hosted the show about, about who was the host? It's called Justin. Okay, his DJ name is Just Bone.
1: Mm. <laughs> no, Hawaii has like a really interesting, like, fucking. Influence from Freestyle Fellowship and Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like True. this styling is like fucking that. Where's
2: the what island has the Oahu? Biggest,
1: Oahu
0: is, the, yeah, is the, the, um, the guy who hosted the show is a promoter as well. And he was getting um, like he had a few shows lined up, like Reverie was coming yeah. over, and then um, yeah. Dumbfound Dead. Fa- Dumb oh. Dead and stuff like that. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah, but like listen to this shit. This is so uh, abstract. Like him and Chesky and Sable Mouth go off back to back, and it's just fucking fire.
2: Yeah. That's Chesky. This reminds me of some Dose One influence.
1: They were so ill, man. You know, you know. It sounds like Dose One, but all of these guys are the children of Micah Nine. I all see. of these cats are yeah. the children of get the, uh,
2: utmost highest respect. Yeah. For I noticed that I've seen a lot of that. Um, so I'm going to,
1: uh, if I can, oh, ho- I like to let me, let me, uh, let you get that back. No hold problem. On. If I can figure out how to, Oh Take no, off the child I, locks. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> click, click. Okay. It should so work, this track, work uh, on.
2: I've been kind of giving some shout outs to my homie, uh, uh, um, D, uh, not DJ Hurley, of course, DJ Hurley, and uh, he did an album with my friend John Diddy, actually, their last album they did together. And this is one, uh, it's called Imperfected, and it has Chesky featured in it as well, as long as uh, High Yellow from the Zootaroo crew.
1: Hold on, Um, there we go. You
2: good? All right. Yeah. And this beat, actually, I passed up <laughs> from my last album, which I'm a little mad about. so good.
0: Pleased to meet you. My name is Alvetica written in vector amygdala, and make a little muddy dumber and dumbering. I'm a no stepping, am the meticulous son of a bitch. Priscilla. Midi's the fix of the burst and the measure, and pack uply the after schedule solving, even relevant audibly often. I'm in over domes, is zoning oceans of unnecessary focus. Vocal lining, vocals manually, atoning sibilants all throughout. Hopefully, more than I most didn't notice. This shouldn't have been the first clue of a slow, hopeless psychosis. Soaking indecision. Never wanting final, final destination. Choice by force. Common am a
1: nation is one way. See, There's like two types of rappers right Mm. I mean this is just one way to look at it there's rappers who rap like drummers and there's rappers who rap like horn players and Hmm. like the Micah 9 bus driver dose one early Chesky sing-song style that's horn yeah that's all horn but this this kind of like rapid Da-da-da-da-da. Pentameter, yeah, yeah. that's the drumming style. This is like what Eminem does yeah. with his double that, time shit. You I've know heard what that
2: I mean? before. I heard rapper, uh, that, that uh, yeah. metaphor.
1: Like, we were talking about Kamuteo earlier, and mm. like, Camuteo is uh, a lot of his tracks are, like, prime examples of horn Player MC. Yes. Yeah.
3: What was
0: the name of that project that um, him and LP were working on just as past
1: King, was, like, King of Hearts?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot more singing, right? Yeah.
1: But even if you go back to, like, uh Megahertz. Um,
0: um, oh, shit. Do you remember that song, You Are What You Eat? It was, like, that kind of Megahertz era. I never... It was just on, like... Um, I got it off audio galaxy but i think it was just like a random 12 rare 12 but um, uh, it's a good example of just him switching between his like sing-song style and like his mm. megahertz was like uh quite sort of straight up right. bars wasn't it but he yeah. was definitely the most yeah
2: experimental well crew.
1: like uh like hold on let me let me check this out right real quick if okay i
2: say. just wanted to uh, this uh part what you're talking about okay you know this, this is 2019
1: so oh new Chesky.
2: Yeah, this is with uh John Diddy. And that's DJ Hurley. Yeah, right here.
3: Please, amid me, stretch my fat belly, baby. Ain't no one. I'm telling you any
1: better. It's Chesky? Yeah.
3: If
0: he's not slim, never trust a cop's grin, fuck a pig. Do not eat him, defeat him. i seen him, seen him for reasons to beat me. Fing it of the world thing. Taking it back to the type of that i be born the pre-case. the test, another obsessed, marginalized mess. Do not believe in the best, but the is imperfect. I digress, that my shit's less than timeless. I'm thinking about the ridiculous mess of the government is. I am not here to pressed, probably just get arrested. Dumb brain so complex, it'll take my last breath, must confess. True for the have been a professor. But I'm a felon yelling at kids, slid dick at the wrong hole.
1: Chesky is so crazy, man. He really does justice to the whole fucking project. Yeah. Bloat sound like mm. that. That shit is styling, and I'm such a huge mm. fan of that approach. Yeah. Like he's incredible. Like that that cadence. Like find another track that anybody busted that. It's like a completely yeah. unique approach to this. There's a particular lot of open beat. space in this beat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's dope, <laughs> They're like, man. ain't no
2: rapper better than us. I think. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> They're funny like that, though Yeah, yeah. I you dig fake it. for so music. That's from a factory recall from John Diddy and DJ Hurley.
1: Let me play one more. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find Kamu Teo. joint. Listen, listen to the way that Kamu uh, approaches this verse. It's all fucking sing song style. Here it is. At the genetic class, these black and seas are and at my DNA ladder. Cutter, get, get cutter, got cutter, cutter. It added as a radical,
0: the batterings are on a separate and random forensics. The citizens snake bite, the race, the slave, rape victims. Immediately follow wings, one That's incredible, amazing, man. Famous, yeah. Slave
3: of skin, defense the mechanisms trigger the outer body experience. The controller of the ETOs and the periodic and the sub physical, supernatural, clinches the physical, and
0: inches. Stitches, of course the the
1: medium, And he for my flow, that's
3: the way you can penetrate
0: the super
1: stratum. abnormal. What I like about it is that a lot of times when you hear people doing sing song style, yeah. it's usually in double time and it's 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 more rare that people will approach it at a slower bpm Mm.
2: i think it's because most rappers have a hard time singing right Right. am i wrong
1: sure well nowadays not so much and if Mm. they can't they they hide it with you know post-production shit right but like that that kamu right there is just like a it's one of those kind of like godly verses it's like it's almost a bastard style like to you can liken it to somebody like an old dirty bastard approach to like you know Mm -hmm. like he just breaks in with different Mm -hmm. cadences and approaches to every sentence almost and there's these there's these runs like bar runs where i'll hit it a certain thing for like three or four bars and then break into something else and like old dirty bastard does that but old dirty bastard is not approaching it kind of in the same way it's like one of those weird verses that uh I I couldn't find something similar to that. I envy that. That's what I was thinking. I I envy that.
0: It's just unparalleled. Yeah. Like, you'll never... It's so individual and unique, like, which is
1: just great. And I tend to approach my enjoyment for hip-hop along those lines. I like when there's something that is... Unique, yeah, about somebody, and sure. not that it has to be strange because I like a lot of conventional style sounding cats, sure. but there has to be something that makes you stand out amongst your peers, whether yeah. it's high level technical ability yeah. or just your voice or yeah. approach to writing a, a sentence. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. my mm, you want to well, play your joint? If I to talk yeah, about sure. some, go ahead. No, no, you, you first, man. Uh, I was just talking about, yeah. Uh, My approach, I think the way I I try to think to stand out, you know, since I'm kind of in the pocket type rapper, would be, you know, I try to, I I explain this to my friend. I was like, I look at the whole sentence as one word and I try to use that as a way of rhyming it all together. You know, so if I look at the full sentence like it's one big word Mm. and then I'm like, all right, how can I rhyme this big word? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Put it together like that without, you know, I I don't, I don't want to call it gimmicks. Cause, but some of it, it gets gimmicky at one point when you're trying to stand out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To so what you're trying, and and uh, you know, I think there needs to be a balance between what you're saying, you know, and your style. Right. So, like when I when I think about someone who's really trying to get a point across, I think of like someone like Immortal Technique, where he sounds like he's reading a, a book to right. me. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like he might be compromising some of his style sure. for. The message you know what i'm saying on the other hand you know and that's most of my beef with some political rappers right. or in general where they're just like all right dude, you know we're gonna bombard you get, with every bar yeah and then where it's like over stylized where it's like is this you know what is this like a essence? like a
1: noah 23 that is just mm. a, a like a uh, a random stackaging of a bunch of different words mm-hmm. that has a loose motif, but it's not really a coherent. Yeah, some uh, flow out in outer space, so nothing ca- yeah. holding
2: me, grounding me as much. Yeah. So I, I think the balance between those two things is important. And are that's something I try to focus on. Are you a on.
0: fan of Master Ace at all? Yeah.
2: yeah I yeah, think most like definitely.
0: He, he's a master of just yeah. like having a message concept, like the master of the concept album. Mm. And he's not necessarily like going on mad, you know, rhythm patterns and stuff yeah. like that, but it's just like. Perfect, you know, well crossed bars. Like can we I, can we talk that. about Master Race yeah. for a second, man? Okay. He's one of my <laughs> 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 favorites. Well, well MCs, like, man. Dun think dun about it. He's on the
1: fucking symphony. Like, yeah, he is yeah. on. Like in '88, he was at the top of the class. You yeah. know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. One yeah. of the best MCs. And he's there's only been like two MCs from that era who yeah. were able to maintain their style without changing That's and true. not sound like old and dated. He's relevant. He's like 50 years old. It's great. Yeah. The Marco Polo joint is great. The two exactly. MCs are Master Ace and Cool G Rap. Cool their G styles rap. Mm. never needed to change. Exactly. You listen to Big Daddy Kane; it yep. sounds dated. Rakim yeah, sounds yeah. dated. KRS One dated. I fly dated. and I Slick cry rip. and I
2: die and I try. Right. right. It's
1: yeah. but but Master Ace, Matt Master, Master <laughs> Ace, and and Cool G Rap. Their 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 styles work in every single era, and it, it's yeah. it's a really crazy accomplishment. Do you and listen to
2: that Godfather album with a uh, Necro? I listened man.
1: to it a little bit, but it started to get a little bit crazy. Do you get, get into Necro? No, no. Me no. neither. I can't, no. I can't. I can't. It's, it. it's the same it's as, much, as I feel about, much. like, some of the, like, hyper fucking stab you toxic. stab yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, it's, kinda like yeah.
2: it's like lyrical ICP lyrics. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but it's, it's good, like, good really <laughs> well-crafted <laughs> oh ways my God. to and the production rip your so spine out behind your, yeah. But he's a real, you know, Necro's oh that's t- that's t- authentic moment, fucking, yeah. yeah yeah that's, uh, that's authentic about that. i
1: mean he's probably not like literally killing people <laughs> no but no, no, like I mean. he's led a life that is conducive to being a fucking scumbag exactly yeah, yeah. you know like <laughs> it, there's an authenticity there he's not pretending you know? yeah for sure and, and he's not marketing his authenticity no, you know his mark his authenticity it. is just, just kind of like it bleeds out yeah of him. i made this song in this music video with real crackheads in it yeah, yeah. i sell <laughs> oh, shit. i sell them those drugs yes yes exactly so yeah, why don't you why don't you go ahead and cool? Play yeah,
0: it. this um this last well this song I'm gonna play is by um artist called Capo who's from Nottingham in the UK. Right. So that's like th- the city that's famous for Robin Hood. Hmm. Oh, but oh He's yeah. uh, oh. <laughs> so one of place. my uh, one it's of like my I favorite MCs, <laughs> 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 man. Okay. So Capo.
2: check it
3: out. Yo,
0: And this is produced by um someone I know called Sam Zircon. What's it called? Swag Basco. The unprogrammable
3: Tainer mm. Pominus.
1: Mm. Mm. Oh, that beat is crazy.
2: Kill Bill is a great. This
1: sound like some fucking 98 RZA mm. Some killer army
3: shit
1: <laughs> Or some snow goon shit
2: no. <laughs> Yeah, mate yeah. You, had, you had, had, had them we on the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, listen. we listen We listen to the part.
0: No
2: That's how it's pronounced
1: Hercel Hursle. uh, mm. well, what No it's rehearsal It's
0: interesting Because I'm um, not in a, like, a small city But it has a really specific house. Mm. Oh, sorry, yeah.
1: I don't know, your mic's getting, like, low and high, depending on, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. Nottingham is, like, a really small city, but it has a very distinct accent. So, quite a lot of my favourite rappers from the UK are from there. Mm. Like, they sound completely different to, you know, MCs from London or Manchester. It's in the Midlands, so Mm. it's, like, it's kind of um, half southern English accent okay. half northern English accent it's quite it's actually
2: incredible all the dialects right yeah,
0: yeah. we we have so much like,
2: it's a lot variation okay. in,
1: right. yeah. and then yeah. like it, it goes like hey what you doing we're, but, yeah. we're a small country it's right. crazy
0: you can go like 50 miles and people talk completely different it's like, incredible if you imagine you know like it takes an hour or something to get by train right. from Manchester to Liverpool
2: mm. but it's like a completely different accent so it's a little more what Scottish kind of sound and, mm. and like what? yeah like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it Scott, Scottish Ted. is um like
1: yeah
0: it's like a s- sort of just when you drive around it's like changes so gradually yeah, yeah. that then by the time you get up to scotland it's mm.
2: quite different from like the. I south just watch snatch watch snatch yeah and then, then it's like great i, I, love I it. had a <laughs>
1: i met i met one of my uh scottish homies uh for the first time like we've been friends on the internet made music together you know 15 years ago and yeah right but he flew out to japan first time meeting him in person first time hearing his voice because he's just a producer you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like uh the first 20 minutes i was like i don't understand what the fuck (laughs) he is saying it (laughs) took me like it took me a while to pick up on like just his intonation some of the phrases like the words he was using i really didn't understand him for like the first 30 minutes i mean it's pretty the same for me
0: as well like i struggle
1: yours is like he's like a a scottish scott he's so scottish his name is scott (laughs) <laughs> and it's <was> like <laughs> was like his shit was just like you i i get it like boom you yeah, know yeah. i've heard i've heard you on like movies and shit you know what i mean yeah, but yeah, for yeah. him i was just like what the fuck in it <laughs> like all right but i mean he's 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 one of my favorite people too and he's my daughter's uh, godfather oh, that's even though awesome. we're not catholic or anything like that yeah, i just yeah, yeah. put the title on it because because that's my dog but yeah but yeah it's a strange accent man Word. I don't know, man. I don't really have much anything else to share. We kind of went over time on this, which right. is fine because I like doing that, especially when mm-hmm. we're having a good time talking about music. Um, I I don't know. What, I what can share
2: one of my joints. I don't think I've please, actually even done please that. Please do. Yet. Yeah. So my bad. I mean,
1: that's that's actually what this whole part is uh, is about, and I should have I should have made bad. you do that in the beginning. It's all good.
2: It's all good. All right, one second.
1: When do you think you're gonna uh, drop this blueprint project? Mm. 2021?
2: I, I was thinking 2020, but well, I'm thinking now 2021.
1: Well, we just yeah, lost like three months, so. Yeah, mm. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I should have been more productive, but uh, is it is what it is. Yeah, that's fine. All right, this was from the uh, More Than a Small Piece, our second album, which I think is a little bit more cohesive, what we did. And let's see which one I want to do. Yeah, Flozilla. Flozilla is good. good. Let's go with
1: Flozilla. There's a music video for this as well. Uh,
2: Yep. Right around Florida I miss the up oh, big skies Yeah. You
0: get crazy storms I there, right? Right. Yes I'd
2: rather pop a willy I'd rather pop an ollie Than go in Copper Philly No matter what you call me You wanna try and curse me But you will be in fact And God will have no mercy I try to spread love When I beam it, beam it back Reflections have me asking Where the demons at I want to be the Mac, but if the beat is whack, I'll drop Holy Christ bars just to bring it back. Don't judge me. I'm a heathen when I rap. I don't even
1: need a trap. With you. Your voice reminds me of somebody. I can't place my finger on it, though. Have you um, ever been compared to anybody?
2: Some some people. I don't even know. Like It's it's offensive a little bit. Yeah?
1: That's what I'm trying to do right the, now. The <laughs> <offend> <laughs> you. Not, not, I mean, no. <laughs> no.
2: Eminem, of course. That oh, stupid no. shit happens all the time. No. Yeah. That, I, I mean know.
1: like if you're a white rapper and you say you rap, they're like, yo, like the Beastie Boys or like Eminem. <laughs> it's I mean, like those two you <laughs> know what I mean? Exactly. But no, you don't sound like Eminem to me at all. I mostly just mean kind of like the uh not even style wise but something about like uh, the register of your voice mm. reminds me of somebody not stylistically but just kind of like
2: what do you think? you tell I can't, me
1: I can't place it that's why I'm asking that's you a if you've ever been if you ever been compared?
2: Mm. I'm lucky I, I
0: listened to this project um, earlier today and oh, I right. just thought like um, your friend's production style and your rapping style fit together so yeah. well man that's true man. Man. and I really like He's got like these sort of dark industrial moments, mm-hmm. and his
2: beats and stuff, man. Yeah. It's Really nice, man. Yeah. He moved back to Switzerland, man. He moved back, yeah. so he's over there. Uh, Yodelin. And uh, <laughs> shout out to Yodelin. Sh- Ma- That's
1: I told you. There's two types of rappers. There's Yoda and there's tap dancers.
2: Now Ma- he's streaming all the time, so you should oh, follow him, DJ Hurley again. Oh. Nice that's yeah, really cool <laughs> stuff
1: yo yodeling is wild yes.
2: It's clap your hands like Yodeling hurt your knees personally I love to see when things perfectly honestly what I see is a lot of jealousy
1: yo I'd feel offended if somebody compared me to Eminem uh, I mean but is it' supposed to be a compliment or is like one of those no. throwaway like I don't know anything exactly. about it's rap It's that soccer mom demographic. This is yeah. like, yeah.
2: Eminem definitely <laughs> yeah. from Master Ace. Yeah. That's right? my little shout out to Percy he, he, P by the way. You know, shout out to uh, uh, the guy nice.
1: Percy P. Uh, Alright. Oh cool. I don't know. I don't want to go off into another tangent. Let's get out of here. Cool. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, uh, you know, um, late has moved back to atlanta right really so yeah so late is not going to be in the studio for podcasts anymore uh every once in a while we'll likely do phone calls maybe hit up somebody and shit but mm-hmm. of course i'm gonna hit you guys up when just like like freets just like i was like help me host uh, i'll hit you up to foundation if somebody is uh, you know tangential uh, good, to man. to the music no doubt. But uh, you, I want to thank both of you guys for coming out here thank you. and rocking. This is uh, the first recording that I've had since March, at least, because of the coronavirus, you know, being responsible. But uh, Mega it's good late to get show. out, by the yeah. way. No doubt. Yeah,
0: definitely, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate, no, I appreciate, you. appreciate
1: it. No doubt, man. So uh, Mega Late Show on everything. Let's get your social media and let's get out of here.
0: Just, yeah,
2: at Monsieur Frites. M-N-S-R-F-R-I-T-E-S. That's right, Foundation Hip Hop. At Foundation Hip Hop on Instagram.
1: Word up. Uh, go check out both of their musics. Links in the bio or whatever we call that. Doodly do. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure you do that. Boycott Cop Culture. And uh, yeah, see y'all.
0: Big up. Y'all doing all doing right, Okay. okay, 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 okay. <laughs>
2: My imagination needs space to play to make it through this Monday
3: maze, getting paid by waste.